twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. Hey-oh. How about that? What's really going on? Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds. E Marshall, that's Guna Rush. Yo, he's posted up. You know, chilling. Got the day off. <laughs> Fresh off an afternoon nap. Hey, hey. Ah, uh, this is uh, number one fifty-five. I think so. Wow. I don't know, you know, oh gosh, but I think uh, this is 155, uh, season starting out great, two wins on the bounce, on the trot, as they say, uh, the clean sheet went away, we'll discuss that later, uh, all around, I'm feeling real positive and optimistic, and I, there's still just, there's there's some hater in me, and we're going to get to that later on, Fitz, how you doing, what's going on with you? I'm doing wonderful. Uh, love to be able to catch the game before work yesterday, you know, made the whole day a lot different at work. You were able to do that? Yeah, started at seven. I got it in and, uh, you know, showed up to work five minutes late, but hey, you know, oh, some, some things, you know, priorities straight. Very unprofessional. If Arteta, <laughs> was, if Arteta was your manager, you'd be on your way to Barcelona right now. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> listen, boys. Listen, boys. Okay. You'd be, you'd be on your way to Barcelona right now. <laughs> yeah. You must have discipline. Anyway, good job. We love it. We always, it's always uh, one of the perks about living over here, especially on the West Coast. You know, you can get up early, get the game in. If you got to work on a Saturday, you can still knock it out. So, yeah. Shout out to Fitz and his company. And uh, everything that's been <laughs> jumping off. Huh? What's hey. going on? Oh, he's so positive. Anyway, Arsenal uh, hosting Leicester. There was some controversy going into the game today. Oh, gosh, are they going to play Tillemans? And what's going on? Are we going to sign them? Wait, we need them. Uh, there's all that jumping off. Vardy, you know, he scores a lot of goals against us. So I was a little worried, a little concerned. But. Arsenal come away with the victory, 4-2. Gabriel Jesus scoring goals for fun. Uh, energy, tactics, the crowd, the pressing. What were some of your thoughts with that first half, Fitz? So much class that Gabriel, the way he plays. I Jesus mean, he's a joy. Yeah. He's a joy to watch play. Even when he doesn't have the ball, just watching him work yeah. in the spots and trying to work with his teammates. And I mean, he's just he's classy. I like him. I like him a lot. Uh, the perfect fit for uh, this team and, and what it seems like we want to do going forward. Um, I like the fact that he he's you know, he's got freedom to go anywhere on the pitch. Uh, but at the same time, with that freedom, he's in the box. 
Yeah. Time to score goals. He's in the box receiving crosses and doing all kind of shit. He's making runs behind him. He does it all. Everything Laka wanted to do, (laughs) this guy is doing it. Yes. Um, He's younger, quicker, more athletic, and um, he really seems to understand what Arteta wants out of him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, you know, Laka – Laka had all the same spirit, yes. not the same athletic ability, and that's not his fault. That's just he's what just, Laka did. He's older. But, uh, been, a, gonna, been around for a long time. I'm gonna I'm gonna tease that as something that's gonna come up later when we talk about other players. It's know. not. It's not a lack of effort or a lack of love of the game. It's it's the pure ability. It's Listen. the pure ability to wow. be able to get the job done. That's wow. what I'm talking. I'm interested in seeing where you're going to go with that later on. I don't know. Tickle them. You got to tickle them. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tickle your ass with a feather. (laughs) Anyway, good shit. Um, Yeah, Gabriel, he's a he's a nice fit. Like I said, I was worried, you know, not really worried. It's just, yeah, you know, just wasn't 100 percent sure what it was we were getting. But now I get it. Right. You know, one of the things they pointed out that uh, is so important for Arteta is you don't remember how much he used to have Laka tracking back and helping on defense and right. getting involved in the midfield. And Gabriel's mm-hmm. all down for all of that, all yes. of that. Yes. And uh, I didn't realize, but they even kind of, even the announcers made the point, like, this is kind of been his style. Like, he, yeah. he's relentless on D as well. Like well, yeah, because uh, I mean that's the thing. Uh, for Man City, Pep had him out on the right wing. He wasn't in the yeah. middle, number nine. So he had to do all those things. And I guess Arteta's like, man, just you know, play him as a nine and make him do all those things. That's kind of what we wanted Lacazette to do. But like we've established, a little older, you know, mm-hmm. he had asthma, his feet hurt. You know, he looked like me out there. Them, but, uh, them Hennessy nights, them Hennessy nights. Right. You know, I mean. <laughs> And I see, you to I say see like the that. sleep in your eyes. I see the sleep in your eyes. Wipe it out. Wipe it out, boy. Another guy who stood out for me in the first half, um, a revelation. I had no idea is Zinchiko. Uh, he played. He played everywhere but left back in that first half, and it it didn't. We didn't miss a beat. He was everywhere, bossing the midfield, breaking up plays, making passes. You could see the confidence, too. Like, he got a little swagger to him. Like, he was telling fools, hey, back up. Calm down. You know, uh, directing people out there, some tricks. I don't know. He he looks like he's been with the squad, right? Yeah, he's running the show. He reminds me of a finger, dude. Like, hey, man, I'll run around and I'll do anything. I'll do it all, okay? Running the show. Yeah. Everything was going through him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, you didn't, to the point where you really didn't even see Partey that much, you know, in the first half. Remember how we were saying, I mean, I like a quiet Partey game. You see, That means he just be taking care of his business and. Bossing, you know, doing his little thing. Breaking up play, making the right pass, starting to break. Um, He did take a shot late in the game. I knew he was going (laughs) to. I was like, watch, he's going to take a shot. He took one. And that shit was nowhere near the net. But that's why we we love him. You know what I mean? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he didn't take that pussy, too. Okay? I don't want to get controversial. I'll say. say. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? 
the uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I love the, the I love the way uh, Twitter uh, uh, investigates. They're just right. like, we seen him. I saw him over on Highbury Court. He, he was, was walking e- around. There's no way. He was eating kebabs and drinking <laughs> pints with me. What do you He's mean? He's been spotted. We spotted him. <laughs> kebabs. I didn't know what to say. Uh, all right. Uh, so but, with oh, that. Oh, Zinchenko. Right. I'll just. I'm not done two, either. I'll say it one more time. Woo, he's a smooth operator. Yeah, no. He's full control of his body. He reads like tackles well. You know, right. like he knew when to jump past somebody and then look for the pass. He knew when to pull up and just and lay off the pass. He, oh, yeah. He's a footballer. I footballer. love it. And you, you, when I when I see him out there playing, it's, it looks like he's trying to, you know, uh, it looks like Man City when he gets the ball and how he's sure looking forward does. and how he's kind of eager to get going and get people involved. And that's the same thing with Jesus. There's a sense of urgency in the attack. And yeah. that's from Pep. He's to, you know, yeah. I come here. I'll give my finger. I'll put it in your ass. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he would bring that out of it. Now drink that glass. It's Kool-Aid. <laughs> this is called down. Kool-Aid, okay? I need you to drink that. You're not playing good. Pull your pants down. <laughs> anyway, that's, you know, we're just messing around with Pep. It's no big deal. Calm down. Yeah. Uh, oh, so here we go. Yeah. Zinchenko and Tyranny. When yes. Tyranny came in and they put him at left back, you know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't look the same. It didn't, it didn't feel the same. Um defensively. You know, he seems to be a little more responsible as far as all the things Zinchenko can do. Now, let me ask you this. Before I, before I release it to you, I'm going to ask you this. Would you want to see Zinchenko start over a tyranny at left back? Or <laughs> would you like to see tyranny stay out there and Zinchenko play where Xhaka plays? Talk to me. Talk to me. It's so interesting that you bringing this up because my question after the game was how else can we get him in the lineup? Talk to me. Because uh, Zinchenko versus Tierney at left, they are effective in their own ways. Mm -hmm. They're not the same type of player, though. But something tells me that Arteta is a – He's starting to tease that idea. The way he allowed Zinchenko to play everywhere really highlights what you just said. But go ahead. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and matter of fact, I even thought about it a couple times, you know, because there seemed to be a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people talking about how Xhaka was getting forward. And, he, okay. you know, we saw him up there some. But right. I also noticed some of those moments when Zinchenko – when I was surprised that he was receiving the ball deep in the midfield, mm-hmm. I looked out and Jaka slid over and was kind of playing that left back role when Zinchenko did I'm that. Covering him, right. And I mean, that's Jaka at his best to me. He's starting to play like, like with the lineup and like the positioning. Martinelli, we saw mm-hmm. him over on the right side at times, some down the middle, him. some. A little more freedom. He yes. believes that 
at least some of these guys can play in several positions and they were kind of starting to even kind of mark Arteta as a guy that really appreciates that. He loves a guy that can play right here or there, you know, kind of thing. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm in full, I'm in full support. Uh, I know I can, I, I, I confess last week that uh, I'm going to lay off Jacques's back and I'm going to just say this without, getting on his back he's just not like we said about the lack uh, the lack the the lacazette lack of uh athletic uh, ability to get all the job done right it's cute jaka's kind of in that same boat and all i'll just say to this every time right now is folks look at the lineup if there's somebody that could be switched out that would make us a stronger lineup you tell me who. Yeah, it's Jaka's the first name on the list to me. It's uh, not I mean, any of our strikers up front. It's not Odegaard. It's not our our stout back four right now. Like it, it's Jaka. It's Jaka. I would I would love to see that. I would love to see tyranny out there at left back, and I would like to see Zinchenko um, where Jaka is just to see. Um, my whole thing with Jaka going forward and being a box to box midfielder is it's cute it's it's fine and dandy partake and cover for him and it looks good but at the same time the end the end result um you know and oh he scored but most of the time it's there's not really much you know coming on the end of those runs when he's doing um what he's getting forward <clears throat> i don't know i don't know i think like you just said, I think Zinchenko playing in that position next to Partey with his ability to 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 do more as far as dribbling and passing and playing one-twos with people and being more effective pushing forward. I just yeah. think Zinchenko might be the guy. And that way you get two good players in at the same time. Now people are gonna be, you know, they're gonna be going crazy because we're we're not really shitting on Jaka. We're just saying. If Zinchenko is, is given the opportunity to play in that position and he and he plays it to the way I think he can, then there you have it. I think that's her strongest 11. That's I, all I, you really want, right? I do too, and that's it. That's it. Jock is such an interesting character to try to break down because, like you said, I mean, I don't feel like I need to shit on him. I'm no. not saying like I'm so disappointed in him he has to go and all this other stuff, but – I just feel like there's a better option there, um, you know, depending on if we just, you know, if we want to be a more deadly squad, if we want to be a more hustling squad. Right. Zinjinko plays with his head up. Right. His head is up, scanning the pitch, and he's got all of all of the moves in his and the, and He's two-footed. He can go both sides. He knows how to get around a defender. And in the meantime, when he's getting around a defender, his head's up and he's looking for the next pass. Jaka, he could do some of that, not all of that. And some of that, like the head up point to me is that Jaka kind of plays with his head down. And you physically, you could see him. He kind of hunches and he does look up to see this, but he doesn't play with his head up. Right. Zinjinko plays with his head up because he scans the field. He's and it's the confidence Zinjinko has in his athletic ability to exactly. get around somebody to avoid a tackle. Uh Jaka Jaka coming in 
for Zinchenko late to shut this down to to be a little more disciplined and and stay back and close out shop and get the win is a better better call than bringing in tyranny and taking out Zinchenko like like we've been doing yeah. um i just think um yeah we're not going to beat a dead horse but it will be interesting to see and like you said there's no reason to shit on Jaka but to me it looks like he gets in the way when he's in the box, he needs you can tell he doesn't feel comfortable pushing that far up the pitch. You know what I mean? Because when he gets the ball in some of those positions where it's time to make shit happen, there's a delay, you know, it doesn't come off. We got to push it out wide and start over again. There's nothing really coming out coming from him pushing for it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever people are gonna I guess cry. it is gonna sound like shitting. I'm gonna make make this point too. Go ahead. Jaka gave the ball away on the goal. Yes, he did. He got caught on it. He gave um, it away, and uh, and uh, you know it it wasn't the worst thing, but it was in the position of the field. It was so yeah. all of a sudden, boom! They attacked us, and they got the ball through. And uh, shortly after that, mm-hmm. there was a wonderful break opened up, and. They lofted, I think it might have been Ben White, kind of lofted a ball to like that far uh, side of the pitch. And it looked like it was a nice setup. And the person that was chasing the ball down and couldn't get it was Jaka. Right. And that's all I'm talking about. His head was there. He saw where he was supposed to go. He made the move. He physically couldn't get it done. Exactly. (laughs) You know? There you go. You know what I mean? It's it's like I said, it's cute. It's fine and dandy. But I think Jaka should spend a little more time, you know, in the midfield. Look for those long shots when he has a, sh- you know, when he's got a nice view on goal and he let her rip. But other than that, you know, cover for the left back when he's pushing high and, you know, work that middle like Partey. Um, the more I see Jaka in the box, you know, it's just – it's just ah oh wow look at Jockey. he's up there but mm-hmm. what's what's coming from it anyway anyway enough yeah enough, enough with Jaka. um so jesus's first goal was tremendous um just you know floated it kind of curled it in there just instantaneously no thought yeah uh the second goal was a header off a corner or set pieces Again, we score on a set piece. Um, as an Arsenal fan for all these years, this is tremendous. We can really count on uh, getting goals off set pieces. The last I mean, it's getting where scoring, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. The we last get a set years. piece or a corner, I'm just like, oh, man, here we go. Let's see what – and, man, we still – a lot of heads on balls. Like, we're getting a lot of heads on balls. The deliveries are great. The, the plays – or the uh, the set pieces that we're running off them, we got a big we got a big club now. We got size. Remember yeah. all the little short teams we used to have with Bentner? Yeah. You know, Bentner didn't want to play him anyway. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, give it. You know, Arteta hired the guy, the set piece specialist or whatever last year, and it's you know it's still coming to fruit. I mean, things are coming together, and we're still scoring goals. And I do love that when they score on these set pieces and these corners, that uh, you see the whole team recognizes that guy, whatever his name is. 
yeah the, the set piece specialist i always forget his name but uh they yeah. all go and recognize him arteta make sure he gives him a handshake and a fucking pat on the back because like i mean it's a new dimension to our team that like you said i'm not used to I'm not no used no to yeah it. no and like you said it, it's it, it's exciting yeah, uh, Martin. I don't know who delivers the best crosses in. Martin wow. does a hell of a job. Saka does a hell of a job. Odegaard, when he does it, you know they all kind of rotate. Um, but yeah, the 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 deliveries are perfect. And on uh, uh, game number one, you know they kicked it all the way to the far post. Zinchenko, who's wide open, and he heads it back across the middle. And uh, I forget who scored, but yeah, tremendous, tremendous. Uh, what about Saliba? And his own goal. It was uh that was rough, but it was a weird reaction. Not one person seemed to be like, damn, he fucked up, or that's when you know you're special. And that's when you know, like, man, I mean, if he it, yeah, not that it matters, but if he had any questions, like, I mean, the whole firm is behind him. Everybody's yeah, no, behind the way him. the the way the crowd just stayed with him, there was no oh or damn or no none, none of that applause um what do you what's what's going on with ramsdale man huh i mean what's this i'm this not saying I was I made, like this is a cut tough conversation but, oh wow you're, you're going there with it well, i'm and just gonna like what i did was i just sized up uh like where does he sit in the league in honest opinion is he top five he's top 10 i'll give him top 10 is he top five? Realistically, probably not. Mm-hmm. Allison Ederson. Um, Don't say it because he just had a howler. De Gea is out. De Gea is maybe not the same, but that team is a mess. Side, <laughs> side note, what's more fun, our start or their start? It's, oh. it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. That, is, that shit is hilarious. They're, those fools are pissed. Oh, it's great. You know um, so yeah, I, w- I don't know. I would say he's top five in the league. He just needs to calm down. Like, calm down. We get it. You're yeah. that guy. You're, you know, you're the guy. Team spirit mm-hmm. guy. Everybody loves you. You're down for the cause. You're hyped. Your dad is hyped. He got me hyped from all or nothing. That fool's dad gets me juiced. Yeah. Like, come His on. Dad is in pace, you know. So um, but my whole thing from Game number one to game number two. Calm down. It's yeah. time to get buttoned up. It's time to be dialed in. And because we're, you know, we're trying to go on a run here. We yeah. don't need the, the the you know quacky, crazy wild keeper anymore. That shit was cool last year. Yeah. We needed that. We needed a uh we needed some muscle or somebody who was gonna be like, man, fuck you. But now he needs to get buttoned up. Um, I'm not saying that first goal, you know, the Saliba own goal was his fault, but you know, communication, positioning, help him out. You know, yeah. he didn't even have to do anything. Yeah, you, know? you, 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 you could have just been like, let it go, and you would have caught it. You know, yeah. little shit like that while you're running around fist pumping and dancing and doing all your shit. Calm down. That's yeah, all you I'm make saying. it. You make a good point. Like last year, it was needed. Right. You know, when he came into the team, we lost three in a row. Everything was looking down. We need some spirit. We didn't even know who we could turn to for goals. Ramsdale just brought energy, and we needed that. Beautiful. Recognize your team and squad in front of you. You got two 
big center backs that seem to be, uh, you know, classy, ready to settle in for 10 years of, of just greatness. Right. You know, I mean, they're young, they can move. Gabriel is the shakiest of all just because his mindset's some, but man, is he starting to like the whole, Oh, oh, I can go forward. You're going to let me go forward a little bit and get in it, you know, and now he's starting to really love it. You could see it in him, you know, yeah. But yeah. Ramsdale, you got two big stout dudes in front of you. You need to be our third stout dude in the middle that we can just count on to just take care of that in front of goal because in the box. Right. We don't so we don't, yeah. don't be too, you know. That now I will say this. It's always hard to not compare just Arteta worked with Pep, all this other stuff. I've just I, I did have a moment where I told myself, like Ederson went through this. He went through a small period when he first yeah. got there where he had Damn. some shakiness. It's a you, you ask this goalie in this kind of offense to play a little bit different. Um, so Bransbell, he when he looks like he's getting excitable, it's from trying to move balls on, trying to pick out a pass to to launch a break or something, and he like, you know, maybe throws the pass off and it gets stolen. You know, things like that seem to be the issue, but no, yeah, like when he ran out and almost gave up the penalty. You yeah. know, like, what are you doing way out there, you know? And, um, you know, calm down. That's, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Just stay buttoned up. We need you to We need you to be dialed in now, mm-hmm. right? Dialed in. Like, mm-hmm. do the right things, play it by the book, communicate, all the things. You know, because – and he does have competition. People are going to laugh at me for saying that, but the American – when he was playing, he, you know, I know it was just preseason and all that, but you, America, you know, we got keepers. Yeah, we can get the job done. And Ramsdale, his um, his delivery is good, but the ball at his feet, eh, you know, he's he's not that good with the ball at his feet, but he he could deliver. A I believe pass. like a wacky goalkeeper is. Like he kind of thinks he's a little better with the ball at his feet than he really is. That's what you I'm know? saying. Dial yeah. it in. Yeah. Get because you're not. That's right. all. Look at it. You well, know? hey, not to be playing in tight, tight spots. Somebody's closing you down. Just get rid of it, dude. Just get Come rid on. of it. <laughs> Come on. And uh, last uh, game number one, he almost uh, made a huge mistake by kicking it off somebody coming down on him. So, and I think that's where you were saying the excitability and the. Uh, you know, the anxiousness comes from because he, he's not that good with his feet and mm-hmm. he's being asked to be like Ederson is good with the ball at his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. fool for Liverpool that, you know, they're good at that. And I, I see Ramsdale working towards that, but it's not mm-hmm. there yet. And he does mm-hmm. have competition or they wouldn't have let Leno go. So, yeah. It's one know. of the things I hope Arteta continues is I, I feel like everybody Taylor? on the pitch, What's that believes, guy? yeah, Matt Taylor. Yeah, believes were. that uh, you should have competition on your squad. Right. You know, something that we used to not linger with is that these guys get into the squad and they're yeah, just comfortable. They like, man, I ain't losing my spot. Like, so they, so they, so they, until March comes and they're they're ran themselves into the ground. Yeah, everybody's hurt until their hamstrings just hanging, <sighs> just hanging off their ass, and then okay. But other than that, I don't. The Ramsdale situation, like I said, I'm not, I'm not angry. He's one of my favorite players. I love his attitude. But now, 
you know, these last two weeks, I'm seeing somebody that's, you know, teetering on, um, you know, making a huge mistake. <laughs> like yeah. I can see one coming. Yes. And, um, you know, he just needs, you know, he needs to listen to this podcast and get his shit down. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Go so ahead. I'll, I'll say this real quick is that, um, you know, to, to, to look to the good side now after both goals, oh, yeah. immediate responses from Arsenal. Yes. And that's the mindset that, uh, uh, you know, because especially the first one, right yeah. before half, they got one, cut it to two one, and it was it was right before half. No, no, it was right after half. Anyway, well, go ahead. Uh, got it to two one, and uh, it felt like uh oh. Like I asked myself, am I getting caught up in all the excitement of one and a half games? Like. It's 2-1, and this is Lester, and Vardy's out there running around somewhere. Like, it right. felt like, oh, boy, maybe, you know, this whole first game and a half just got the best of me, and I need to relax and make sure, like, hey, are we really, you know, and boom, it took a minute and a half, and they answered, boom, boom, boom. And yeah, the uh, the own goal was uh, 53 minutes. Okay. And then Jaka came in at, at, and scored on the 55th minute. So two minutes later, we had the ball in the back of the net. Um, so, yeah, tremendous. And you're right. Um, I had a – that's how I know this team's better and I feel comfortable with this team is because I had that same thought for like a, a half a minute. And then I was just like, nah, we got this. This That doesn't even feel weird to me. Usually I'm like, oh, shit, here we go, 2-2. Two, two. You know we're gonna fucking yeah. draw to these fat uh, these guys. <laughs> uh, can't say that. <laughs> the uh, and I'd like to believe that uh, that's our you know in the past because he didn't feel like he had enough horses. The response at two one would have been really shut it down. Shut it really down. shut it down. Yeah, keep it and tight. We actually did the opposite. We did we the just, opposite and we, we kept going. Back to Ramsdale on their second goal. Who? Whoo, you know, calm down, get dialed in. You know, you yeah. can't let goals like that. If we're trying to win a title, you know, we can't look at, did I say title? I, if, if we're trying to get in the top four, we can't let goals like that go through. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, um, also on that play, just to bring up the only other real kind of uncomfortable thought I had in the game was Ben White got turned around in the air in that. Um, crossed over to the middle to try to defend and the ball came up over him and he got lost for like a half a second. Right. And I, I believe it's just because he's been playing center back and not right back. So the position and where he came from just probably felt a little unnatural to him. Yeah. And uh, he kind of got turned around a little bit. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the worst play, things like that, but it did bring up the feeling like, like, oh, is shit. he the best right back option when everybody's healthy? Is do we want to stick with Ben White at right hey, back? Uh I don't have a problem with Ben White at right back. Yeah. I really don't. Uh I when Tommy Asu came in late, you know, as far as athleticism and, and, and moving around and getting up and down the pitch is pretty much the same to me. And I think uh 
I think, you know, and this could be me not seeing Tommy Asso for a while and, oh, my gosh, I'm all excited, you know. But at the same time, I think uh, I think Ben White's fine at right back. I don't have a problem with him. Look at, yeah. look at, look at my whole demeanor change. I got all serious and shit. I yeah. Know, you know? I mean, I really love the guy. It's kind of weird because one thought I had about Ben White was what you said about Zinchenko. I was like, if Tommy also comes in, because I was trying to figure out, I don't know if I could put him. I mean, you respect-wise, I guess he should probably be starting over Saliba. I don't know. Who, Ben White? Yeah. Uh, I, I, You know, I mean, I don't feel like it just because if you want Saliba to be your guy of the future, he's so young, he's so yeah, big. We, yeah, the, 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 the we whole... We want to keep going with him. You know? The, the whole... That's what was so weird about buying Ben White last year for the amount of money we bought, paid yeah. for him. Because we have Saliba. We just kept loaning him out, and uh, which was the right thing to do. He was homesick. He wanted to be in France. I think his grandmama died or something two years ago, and he was shook. So let him mature and then come over. Get all that. But now we're in this conundrum where – like you said, Ben White hasn't done anything to lose his job. And is Saliba way better to the point where he's, you know, he's the first name on the team sheet? And I don't I don't think that's the case either. We don't really – well, we got Tommy also and we got Cedric. You know, and is, is Ben White so good that he has to play over those guys in his in a you know in a position he doesn't usually play. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah. Um and I'm and I'm just saying what I saw Tommy also when he came in he, he was rusty. Uh, I'm gonna take it. He, he was rusty. I'm being ridiculous. But so I I'm like gonna, Ben White out there for some reason. I like I'm gonna, him. I'm gonna come at you like with that same <clears throat> idea about the Zinchenko in the middle is um I you know maybe Arteta buys Ben White last year knowing that he can play him in some different places. Right. Um the only reason why I thought about CDM next to Partey is um watching him go forward. I think what he does do better than Tamiyasu is kind of go forward look for passes and play different with the offense of a little bit better. Yeah, different types of pass. Like, he likes the long pass on the ground through defense trying to get to somebody or stuff like that. I think he might be a little bit better. I think Tamiyasu might track back a little bit better, maybe. Yes. Tamiyasu defensively at right back is better than Ben White. But, you know, the Zaha game, Ben White showed me a lot. He showed me yeah. he can handle it against a, yeah. tricky, against a tricky winger like Zaha. He showed me he can handle that too. So yeah, um, I think the answer really might be in the future is uh, form uh, a, th a three in the back with with wingers. There, we probably can't. There another team probably can't put three in the back like we can. Like it's the best three in the back probably in the league. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a uh, yeah. And, that would uh, that would that would be nice. And when you nice. do that, you can run like Saka and Zinchenko up higher in the pitch, and he kind of right. likes that too, where the attack is kind of yeah. up there and ready to get, get after him. And, and we can overload him in midfield and control the ball and have possession like we like and just really have full zipping all over the place. So, yeah, that, that might be the option going forward just to get them all three out there. 
You know what I mean? You got to get your best players on the pitch. Well, and the other say. thing, too, is one person comes out of the lineup after that happens, maybe that's when Jaka comes off the pitch. Right. Three yeah. in the back, Jaka stays on the pitch. And we, got, we got different styles we can I run mean, at people. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a lot of games. Yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how he plays it and what he does. But he's got options now. Uh You know, Tamiyasu, you know, basically I would say right back is the one where we're kind of like, ah, but we, we got three players that can actually play there and, and produce yeah. at, at some sort of level. So even yeah. that is a situation where, you know, we got all our bases covered. Eddie and Keita is not going to complain. He's not going to sulk. So that's perfect with Jesus. Plus, when Eddie comes out there, he took he had two shots on target yeah. in, the, in the last 10 minutes of the match. Like, yeah. what? I'm trying to score two. Fuck it. Yep. So his attitude, knowing he's not going to start over Jesus unless, you know, it's a Carlin Cup or uh, uh, a weekday game, you know, Europa League, whatever, mm-hmm. is, is perfect. We know he can score goals and produce. So yeah, we're looking good, man. I think I think the team as a whole, we're looking good. Saka was quiet. Uh him and Martinelli. But that's because Martinelli was like, What? What? I'm loud and hungry. I'm I'm running the show out here. I'm doing big things. I don't give up, you know? The Go uh ahead. tapped into my spirit. I just you know, I've been pulling for this kid for so long. You have more than I anybody. I love Martinelli's potential, and now I'm seeing it. But let's forget all about the wow, he's so fast. Like it, like when when you're fast, they often mark you as that's what you do. He does so much more. Yeah. But one of the things, and I think I mentioned it on one of our podcasts towards the end of last season, was the next level for Martinelli is when he starts looking for that pass also. Right. You know, he was very, I'm going to attack this defender and get around him and take that shot. Head and down, I'm coming at you. Yeah. He's passing the ball. And folks, have you noticed the passes are beautiful? He hits guys in stride. He puts it where Gabriel, where Jesus wants it. Like yeah. he's really good at it. And how is he taking corners and not Odegaard? It must be something, right? Like right. Martinelli can deliver different types of corners. Like that little one that he did to the, uh, to the near post. It's yes. not just a hard one to the near post. He puts like a little downward dip on it right. to allow the guy to, to, to move it on, you know, look, look at you. To, you know, you got to move it on to the back post. But we've right. seen it work twice now, I think, in two games now. Yes, yes. That's a great point. Also, what I've noticed is there uh, he's he's becoming a man physically. So strong. That was he's, my last uh, point. So strong. He is uh, – you're not just going to bump into him and push him down and get all physical and shit with him. He's on his feet. He's handling his own, and he's giving it back. And uh, that one dude – uh Fofana FIFA Fofana he found he found out he yeah. found out the hard way yeah. to the point where Chelsea don't even want that fool no more you know, you know what I mean Martinelli I think Fofana Brown. was young player of the year last year yeah you know I think he was he oh, got yeah. a he got a full dose of Martinelli yesterday he sure did and uh 
I'm telling you, this guy, if you go back and you look at his goals, he scored some of the the just the most technically beautiful goals you ever want to see in your life. I was with his left foot the other yeah. day, going across his body on target with his off foot. Like he's he does it all. Yeah. He does it. Incredible goals. He's hungry. And um, he, he that left side kind of stole the show over there with Zinchiko, him. Uh, Jaka and some of the other players they kind of stole that show. Whereas, you know, I like I like I like how Zaka Zaka's like, fuck it, I'll just let the game come to me. Fool, I'm not tripping him and Odegaard. They yes, you know, it was that, nothing was forced. They didn't get you know, they weren't irritated when you know, when Zaka had the ball a few times, he he did his thing. Um, so you know, um, there's very, balance. very few mistakes over there from from soccer. He just, you know, he handles yeah. his business. He almost he already feels like a five year veteran. So he's a yeah, he's a veteran. Um, he's a little veteran. Huh? Yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. My, I, I just so I'll just say it. That was my man of the match. Um, and it Ooh. wasn't obvious. A lot of people, I'm sure, pick Jesus and things like this. Um, you know, I'll ask you later. But that was my man of matches, Martinelli. Martinelli, um, okay. I had actually marked to myself at one point at like the 30th minute of the game. I see you wrapped this up now. This Martin, he's man, he's my man of the match already. Darn now man. Jesus started scoring a little bit. And I was like, ah, but Martinelli assisted on one of them. Uh, Jesus had two goals and two assists. Yes, yes. I think Martinelli had one goal and two assists. He maybe didn't have two assists. I but think at that 30th minute mark when I had said that, yeah. it was. I mean, there was he. Everything was going through him. Yeah, that's and he I mean. was coming back and stealing balls and getting back and and then taking off. And every time he took off, you could just see Lester like scared. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, he. You know he um. He sets the tone going forward, I think, more so than anybody as far as his attitude and the way he um, he attacks. Mm-hmm. That whole left side. Uh, every time Zinchenko got the ball, he wanted to make something happen. And um, the connection, you were saying um, off air before we started the podcast, the connection with Martinelli and uh, Gabriel, uh, Jesus, Jesus, um, is, is something to watch. It's going to yeah. be great. I it's think gonna it's put be- a lot of pride in Martinelli. Like he's got a country mate that he's playing right. with. I think it excites him. Like all in all, um, that's gonna that's gonna do wonders for a soccer's game. Because if I'm the coach of an opposing team, you really gotta you gotta keep an eye on Martinelli. Like you yeah. can't even really let him get going. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he wants to get going right away. Whereas soccer has come to the point where he's matured. He understands, I'm going to let the game come to me, and when it comes to me, I'm going to whoop some ass. Where uh, Martinelli's like, fuck it, let's go from the yeah. jump. And if you don't if you don't slow him down early, he's going to whoop your ass for the rest of the game. That's what he did against that poor bastard at Chelsea. Uh, that's Alexander-Arnold got whipped. Alexander-Arnold at Liverpool. That's what he did to Fofana. He was shook. He, you know, he was frazzled. He didn't know what the hell to do. Uh, and that's how Martinelli has people. You know? And uh, one thing, too, to just keep looking out for is that connection. Like you were saying, Saka has got so much time on the ball now because they're not necessarily all over in his face. Right. Because they got to worry about that other side. But Saka, you remember the missed shot 
he put it on target, Martinelli. Saka lifted that ball way up to the oh, far, yeah. and yeah. Martinelli came streaking in. Yeah. And he struck it right. It was just a great save by the goalie, is the only reason why he didn't score on that one. Yeah, but no, yeah. That whole little Saka, like he's got time to play with his head up now. Boom, he spotted this guy coming from way far away and just laid it perfect. And the team yeah. looks like chemistry, looks like passion. Yeah. And I'm excited. Okay, it folks, really, I said it. I'm excited. I, it really, it really was uh it's strange the way the um, one half of the pitch barely, you know what I mean? Were, were, they were involved, but they were barely involved. Like you think about Partey, Odegaard, Saka, even Saliba. They really didn't have that much to do compared to all the shit that was jumping off on the left side. On of the, the left side, yeah. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? And, you know, that's balance. That's We can come at you with all kind of different things now mm -hmm. and uh that's the beauty i've been watching all or nothing oh gosh uh <clears throat> you know it's yeah it's whatever it's it's, it's hella funny because after i sold you on it and then i watched like the next maybe two i think i got through two more episodes i was like all right like <laughs> you know like all right all right I get yeah it. Like, um so <clears throat> hats off to him um, he's got to, you know, we got to, we got to produce, we got to win something. We got to, you know, we got to meet all our targets and then yes. we can keep with the accolades to Arteta about how he's a genius, how button up he is, how he's, you know, forward thinking. He's a pathfinder. He's, oh my gosh, he's got it. We got to, we got to win some shit. We got to hit all our targets. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Love them, support them, want them. But, you know, I, Oh, I did see right before we started, I saw real quick a tweet. Somebody was praising one of the I haven't got to that episode, I guess, but was praising Arteta because he was pointing out what the Brentford guy tweeted to the whole team. He had the whole team sitting there and he put the tweet up on the screen. What and he said, you see what he said about us? Now they're coming to our ground. We're not with that doesn't go down here. This is our play. Like, but you remember what I've been saying? I've yeah. been saying this for two years. He listens. He, listens, he watches. Yeah. He reads tweets. Yeah. If he's not doing it himself, his kid is doing it and sending it to him. No, Somebody's he, yeah. sending him the tweets. He hears what the public says. And that's why <clears throat> at times we've seen weird kind of moves or decisions or that Arteta's done that. You're like, dude, is he reading tweets and trying to yeah. answer the public and stuff? Is that what he's doing? He's, like, a, he's in cotton two minds, DMs all the time, trying to pick my brain. But you know, you know, all I can all I can do is respect him for you know. <laughs> all right, enough. That's enough. We don't. I don't like going past forty minutes. I'm not. We're not one of these. Oh gosh, podcasts. Yeah. So and we've gone long enough. Oh God! Thanks for the guys. support. Uh, YouTube, Cotton Two Minds, it's whatever. Uh, much love, Fitty. Give let's, us a follow, man. Let's get out of here. No, don't much ask love, me. one love, peace, peace. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning into Cotton Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter 
at CITM Podcast, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S T A T X Music. Peace.